Blog Talk Radio. Join us as we travel into the inner workings of John Cheney's mind. Beyond Midcourt is another dimension. A dimension of pressure. A dimension of coverage. A dimension of mind. You're moving into a land. Two slow-footed white guys, incapable of playing man-to-man. Of help-side defense and active hand. You've just crossed half-court into the matchup zone. Good evening. How's everyone doing tonight? Matchup Zone here on a special Monday night edition, late edition. Uh, if you were looking for the podcast uh, this morning, it will be there fresh tomorrow morning. Uh, joining you uh, live tonight from the Phone Pack Studio, as we are uh, most Sunday evenings and uh, sometimes Monday evenings. Uh, Mike, Mike Gould, Kevin Owens here. We'll be with you for the next hour, talking a little sports, talking a little uh, nonsense as well. Uh, Mike, First things first, the biggest story, I think, uh, especially in this area, considering the Phillies and uh, everything else that's going on in Philadelphia sports, this team, Little League World Series team, now, w- w- we joke around about the Little League World Series. Now it's actually coming no, we through. Don't. Okay. You might. I'm, I joke around about the Little may. League World Series. So I take it seriously. Yeah, this girl comes comes out of nowhere. This team from Philadelphia comes out of nowhere and uh, really uh, – could could do some damage. It, it, now, how would you feel if they knocked out Japan or South Korea? I mean, I I, I don't care. I, I mean, you know, we have our – Kev, I have plenty of time. I'm not worried about Tiger ever coming back. I have plenty of time. Yeah. So, um, no, I mean, obviously I'm rooting for – I'm rooting for – is it Tanny or – Tanny, right? Yeah, it's Tanny. Yeah, um, yeah and this girl, I, I don't know how I, – I guess as a guy you have to kind of feel a little bit Choose your words wisely. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like this girl is just coming in and shutting teams down. I mean, it's pretty impressive what she's doing. You know what's funny? Because I was talking to someone who was who was saying because people are just idiots. Like I, I, I'm my wife and I talk. Like ninety percent of the people in the world are idiots. Because I, like when I drive, people are idiots. When I, when you do like traffic, people are idiots. Like people, mm-hmm. the way people talk, like people are just there's like so many self absorbed. It just it annoys me. So I don't know. Maybe people think I'm an idiot. I think more than a few. Look but, to your left. But the uh, the whole thing is when I don't know. I like I was talking to someone and they were they were talking about how it's almost unfair that they have her because it's like it brings down the self esteem of like a boy. Like how oh, would a boy feel? How would a boy well, feel if? The, and I was like flipped out. And I was just like, this is this well, that, is the most. I'm not even arguing with you right now. It's the same thing as a couple years ago when that kid. Um, I forget the kid from New York. Little league, maybe. Mm-hmm. No one. He was untouchable. Like no one could even put a bat on the ball, and they wouldn't let him play anymore because he was destroying confidences. I mean, are you kidding me? Well, that, it's just this is it's, a, it's, it's the a, whole it's a very everybody. It's the whole everybody down. gets a trophy. Now yeah, and, and it's sickening. And you know, kind of going off that 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 was, it was the most ridiculous argument because now you're gonna you're gonna say, well, 
a, a girl can't play because she's better than most of the boys, and it's on a public stage now that my son is getting struck out by a girl, that my son is giving up a single to a girl. It's it's like very – and listen, this, this is when – if I get – I remember I remember I was in Audubon Little League, and I missed out on the All-Star game to a girl. Know how I took it? I cried a whole lot, but at the same time, it's like, did that really happen? Yeah, it really did. And I can't remember her name, but she she was pretty good. She she was a she, she was had a better bat. That's for oh, sure. Oh, seriously, she was legit. And uh, listen, I wasn't I, I was never the the great baseball player. I know my grandfather was big in baseball, and you're going to say I'm not a good basketball. But I, I didn't I, say that yet. But baseball wise, I, I wasn't. You know, I was never really knocking over any 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 scouts or anything like that but i lost out to a girl for the all-star game and it was it was tough tough to deal with but at the same time it's not like i said that's that's unfair i was probably upset i definitely was you know probably cried i was like a 10 11 year old kid missing out on the all-star game but at the same time it's like that was good for me like who cares like i I'm over it now. I was successful after that. You're, not, you're still you're still bitter. I am bitter a little bit. You are a little bitter. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I, I fortunately for me, I've never um, had that scenario happen in my life. But I don't. I, you just lost. I lost what? Never mind. Who did I lose to? I don't know. Did I lose to a girl recently? No, I don't think so. I can't. I, I like that you're thinking about it. No, I don't. I don't. No, you've always. You've always. I don't think you. I don't know. I've never lost when I with basketball. I've never yeah. lost to a girl, and that's my yeah, that's my yeah, bread and butter. Yeah. Well, it's tough for girls that are just like regular high school players to compete with guys unless they're just freakishly good. Yeah, this girl is this girl's impressive though. I mean, she's Oh yeah. She's got a cannon for an arm. And you think about, you How know, old is she? 17, 18. Why is everything always good? Literally, it's always cheating. It always everything it always, goes back always. to It goes back to what's it? Daniel Monte. Yeah. There is a there is like some kind of like story or documentary or magazine or article about Danny Almonte, and I wanted to check it out because it seemed like it it went the like I feel like the kid was completely innocent like that's a, Danny Almonte I remember the well, what that do you kid mean innocent how how old do you have to be you cannot be how old to play little league he's from like Cuba how or the can, how old you twelve twelve maybe well he knew he was not twelve okay hold on because I'm what I'm what I'm the point I'm trying to make is it wasn't like he was he said. Hey coach, I have a great idea. I'm 18 and I'm just watching you play. Why don't I play and shave my mustache? And and no, he was. This is adults telling him, "Hey, you're gonna play here." He's like, "All right." He's from another. It's not as organized as America. It's not like he's in the he's he's like playing in the majors and hitting him out of the minors park and just being like, "This is this is just." The suckers. Everyone's a sucker. No, he's he's. Dude, if you're a coach though, that has to do that. Like, and if, let's say let's say you win the little World Series and you have uh-huh. an 18 year old on your team. Yeah. Like, do you really go home at night after it's all said and done, <laughs> look back and go, man, I feel good. Well, I'll tell you what. I know who Danny Almonte is. I have no idea who the coach from. I don't even know what country he's from. Yeah. Dominican, maybe. You just can't feel good about yourself. No. Like, at, at that moment, yeah. But like looking back, going, yeah, you guys won the little World, little league world Series. And you're thinking, yeah, we did. Well, I had an 18-year-old on the team, but that's besides the point. You keep saying he was 18. I think he was like 14. You just said 18. I know. He was like 13 or 14. He was like a year older. He wasn't like 18 years old. I made that up. Oh. I, that was, that was a, did you make the mustache part up, too? Yeah, probably. I don't know. 
could have he could have had a mustache. What do yeah, I know? This whole this whole sports society now is all about cheating. When you think it about is. it, look at like all the high school basketball players, especially in this area. Who's living with whose grandmom to go to a different school? Mm-hmm. Who has a fake address and an apartment that they don't live in to go to another school? Mm-hmm. Um, who's fudging birth certificates and who? It's just it's just the whole thing is just disgusting. It is. Uh, like like I can't even, right. I can't even imagine what the hell goes on in AAU basketball. It's, I don't I don't even want to know. Kids from different I, I, counties. I don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't know what the rules are, but I guarantee there. I don't think broken. there are rules in, in AAU. AAU. Just, I just, think it's just just all right. Get it and go. No rules, just right. No rules. The Outback Steakhouse. Yeah. I I definitely agree with you. I think the cheating culture. Uh, every well, you said it best. Like everyone cheats. Not everyone does cheat. Everyone cheats. Dude, here's my like I always said my feeling on the steroids. Let everybody do it. Mm-hmm. Just let let it be legal. Yeah. Let everybody do it. It is funny the steroid thing. How that came about. When people can take you know this 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 this, and it's like this. Obviously, probably it's the best of the best. But there's stuff that's legal that's definitely p- performance enhancing. Uh, definitely helps. And you could take that. I mean, it's a step down from steroids, but at the same time, it's not like you're naturally you're naturally doing it. And that's yeah. that's everyone's going to try to get an edge, a competitive edge, whether they call it cheating or whether they call it an edge. That's kind yeah, of up cheating. to cheating. That's I mean, that's up to them to to decide. Yeah, you, but you you're right. Like yeah. everyone, you're you're going to have to go home and sleep at night. Right. Are you happy that you won the Little League World right. Series? Well, like the, the new baseball commissioner was announced uh, last week, I guess, or earlier this week. Mm-hmm. What if there's one thing? If you were the, all right, let's say Kevin Owens is elected commissioner of baseball, what's the one thing you would change? If there's one thing you would change, what would it be? Uh, I, I, there would probably I, I would probably put a no because I would think thinking like salary caps would would help, but at the same time, yeah. it it. You look at there's never been one, so then everyone's going to be like, oh. But at the same time, it's it's like, I don't know. I Probably think, salary cap something with that. I wouldn't even do- dive into the steroids just no, yet. No, no, no. I think what I would do, I, I would do one of two things. One, pace of play has to be sped up. Yeah. Somehow. I don't know how you do it. Um, like uh, a t- the, the ump, ump sits there with the, with the clock and times it, but, the pitcher. But, dude, no, no kid would we're losing young baseball players because of the play is just too slow. Mm-hmm. I agree. Now with things, everything is the microwave society. Everything is, we grew up around baseball. We grew up playing it. We'll watch it. But young kids now aren't watching baseball. They're mm-hmm. playing lacrosse. They're doing, they're on their skateboard. They're doing other things. And I think it's because the game is just too long. Like if you go to a basketball game, barring overtimes and all that kind of stuff, you pretty much know you're out of there in two hours. Yeah. You know, you go to, you watch a, a Sixers game on TV Starts at seven. It's over by eight fifty-eight. Yeah, yeah, right. Like it's you know, but now that's the beauty of baseball. It's not time. But I would either change something about the pace of play, or, and I would put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. The very good. No, really, you, I, I really, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's time for him to go in. Why is he behind me and not you? It's well, like we we need to switch spots. I feel like it, he's glaring over my shoulder it, every it, time I say it something. Is, it is time to put him in the Hall of Fame. Sign autographs. <laughs> go sign him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I agree. Pete Rose definitely needs if if you're gonna for the infractions that are that are occurring and people that are going to the Hall of Fame, obviously the steroid kind of error uh, definitely changed some of that. But 
you're looking at a guy who bet on baseball. They call that like the biggest. They call that the biggest cheat you could ever do. Right. Which to me doesn't make sense. Now the guy paid the price though. Yeah, he did. He paid the price. He's you know? been ostracized. He's, right, he's, he's been banned. He's he, you know, he's not out in parks and all that kind of stuff. That thirty for thirty. He's not. Oh, parks. Oh, parks casinos. Parks casinos. No, I, I think he meant like parks, as in like family parks. I was like, oh God, does he have something no, else going no, on? No, no, he's not allowed in major league, you know, major league stadiums for a while. Can't go um, to children's parks. Can't go to children's parks, parks casino, mm-hmm. um, park place. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's time for Pete to go in the Hall of Fame and something with a chase, pay some. Although the the one thing about beauty of baseball is, and I think with baseball, the ball's only in play something like. I think someone said like the average baseball game is like nine minutes or something. Like when the balls, yeah, when the ball, time the balls hit, and it's a three-hour game. But the beauty of baseball too is I'm going to contradict myself is because I'll watch it no matter if the game is six hours long. Uh-huh. I don't care. But the beauty of baseball too is what happens between pitches. Mm-hmm. Just the, like the psychological games yeah, that go on. Just what's going on in the stands, and you hear, you know, just the sounds and the and the. Yeah, it's everything that goes on between the the, the action is the, is important too. No, I totally agree with you. But you and I are baseball purists. I mean, we grew up around the game. Uh, we kind of understand how it's. Uh, we we like those little nuances. I like listening to L.A. and uh, and Fransky, and I like that when when they pause and you just hear yeah, the yeah, crowd yeah, in the, the background. Yeah, that's what the difference between the old school and mm-hmm. the new school. New school is you have to talk all the time, talk talk. Uh-huh. talk. The old school is like if you go back and watch Phillies games from like the the nineties. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, they sucked, but like Richie and Whitey would they wouldn't say words sometimes for for thirty seconds, mm-hmm. and all you hear is you hear the crowd and you hear the you hear the uh, the guy yelling peanuts and you hear all that stuff and that's baseball. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I think that it, now you're 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 saying saying it exactly right. Uh, I think they're they're definitely. Is a change that's going to come because what you, you I don't know how you do it either, and that's going to be very tricky because you're going to have on one hand the baseball purist, and then you're going to have on the other hand the people who are like, well, this game's too slow. But at the same time, Look, is there really? Do you really have to get in, take a pitch, step out, take a practice? Yeah, swing? like you have to do that. Like Speed, I agree, there should be a time limit. There should people should be clicking, uh, clicking watches. There's umpires sitting there, just click a watch. If it gets to five seconds. 10 seconds or whatever they decide, you know, then something needs to be awarded. No, it's just awarded. To you. I want to get rid of the intentional walk. The guy wants to – all right, I'm putting him on. All right, go to first base. Yeah, I agree. Right, how many times have you seen a pass ball in a – you know, like, look. Yeah. All right, you want to get intentional walk? I'll tell you I'm pleasant. I'm going to, okay, go to first base. Mm-hmm. All right, cut that nonsense out. Now, that's – it's. I definitely agree with you. I think uh, now you are taking away a lot of the – those little mind games that people play, the guy leading off first base, no, the I pitcher glaring in, the pitcher you, shaking off signs, the guy stepping out. Right. It becomes that, that cat and mouse game. It does, but kids nowadays are used to... Look, you have to... People who love it are going to watch it, and older generations are going to watch it, but kids right now don't watch baseball. No, they don't. They don't, and they're not going to watch it when it's so boring. And what the, you know, if, someone, if you go up to a kid on the street and you go, you play baseball, and if he says no, and you say why, what does he say? It's boring. It's boring. It's too boring. Mm-hmm. I don't find it. I find it's slow. Now, boring. Okay, so if they 
if they speed up the game. I don't know how that's going to make it. Make, yeah, that, yeah. Are those people going to come back? Are those people going to say, you know what, this is awesome now? No, I mean, you're speeding it up. How quick? How much are you speeding up the game if you if you put this time limit on what, ten, twenty, thirty minutes maybe? It becomes a two and a half hour game. Yeah. It's still the 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 ball one. Oh, and two. You, I mean, you you turn on the game, second inning, oh, two, one out, man on first. It's like... But, but okay, but here's the thing. Football is a three-hour game. Yeah, and they only play for... And that's a slower game, too. But uh, people like the contact. There's contact in football. There's yeah. no contact in baseball, for the most part. <laughs> Pete Rose destroyed the uh, well, and all that game. Jesus. Get um, off Pete Rose. <laughs> He's, Get Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame, damn it. Now, if you can't see our studio, our studio, there's, it's, it's, I'm like, for some reason, Mike and I sit next to each other. Uh, <laughs> not, what are you, across the street? That's, that's not um, what I meant. Um, 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 Mike's in one room and I'm in the uh, cafeteria. That's not what I meant by, that, uh, that wasn't what I meant. I said. I don't know what you meant, I just know what you said. I, I'm, I'm looking at it and saying, for some reason, and then I said, "Well, me and Mike and I sit. It wasn't that wasn't for this for some reason. I enjoy the setup of you and I sitting next to mm-hmm. each other in the in the table, mm-hmm. Mike and Mike style. We have the we have the paraphernalia in front of us, uh, assortment of wires. Can't believe I can't believe Mike and Mike stole that from us. I know, seriously. Isn't that like a copyright infringement or something. Yeah, it happens. But over there, you have the Mike has the Celtics." Bill Russell, Bill, uh, Bill yeah, Walton, not because I like Sam them. Jones. They were given to us by someone. Oh, I know. But we have all their, yeah, their yeah. autographed pictures behind mm-hmm. Mike. We got the Chase Utley bobblehead. And whose mm-hmm. bat is that? That's Chase Utley. And Chase Utley bat. Mm-hmm. You got the Ryan Howard jersey next mm-hmm. to you. You got the, the Phillies World Champions from 80, Phillies World Champions yep. from 08. Mm-hmm. We have this jersey that will remain nameless oh, behind us. You yeah. know what? I might be getting us a, uh, a, a Tall Blacks jersey. It's the New Zealand national team, my buddy yes, Nick. Yes. So I might be getting that. Now, to my right, fittingly, right. is a Tiger Woods picture. Fittingly. It's yeah. Tiger Woods uh, plays with Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicholas in uh, 96, Augusta. The Masters, yeah. Then behind me, there's a Pete Rose bat, a Pete Rose bobblehead, a Pete Rose autographed picture with Mike Schmidt, and then a Ric Flair autographed picture. Shirtless, of course. What is this? Oh, and then a Pete Rose autographed newspaper. It's when he broke Ty Cobb's hit record. There's the paper. Dude, that dude after. was just signing everything. Yeah, he dude. He, he probably he, he, he signed. If you if you put signed, it, if you put it up like this, he would have he would have signed. Uh, who, who is this? Who, yeah, Tom Foley. <laughs> dude, that guy is. I hear him he like whole signing. People people bring like um. Like stuff like you ruined baseball and whole sign. He has no shame. Like, in it, like <laughs> does he even look at it or is he just like whatever? I don't know. They like, paid. I mean, that's what I'm saying. If you flipped it over and put on, if yeah, you put on like the Tom Foley picture, will he know that he sees a Philly jersey? You, you can bring us like a Time magazine of like, or like I still, I still think I had the Sports Illustrator from like '89 when he was suspended. Like you bring the whole sign. He doesn't care. He'll sign. He has. He, in in that respect, he just has no shame in his game. He'll, <laughs> he'll just sign anything. He will sign anything. That's you have a you have a good man crush. Although you, it's kind of fading since he since yeah, you met him, right? Yeah, a little fading, a little bit. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't really have a man crush on anyone. <laughs> Do I? <laughs> don't look this way. Uh, um, we're gonna we're gonna find a new seating arrangement. 
So we have, uh, you know, talking a bit, a little bit about, you know, just just what you do with baseball, how you, how you speed it up. Now, okay, Mike. Now let's let me ask you this: You're the commissioner of all the major sports: baseball, football, mm-hmm. basketball, hockey. Mm-hmm. Those are the major sports. Do what one rule for each sport you institute? Now we talked we'll about baseball. Institute. Either. Well, the one rule in football would change is the ground can't cause a fumble. I would change that tomorrow. That's a good one. I mean, that's the dumbest thing in the world. The yeah. ground. Like, if you lose the freaking ball, it should be more... The hell was that? was a pterodactyl. What the hell was that? I have no idea. Um, the, the, not really. If, you, if the ground causes a fumble, like, if you go down and the ground causes a fumble, like, you fumbled the football. Yeah. No one touched you. Like, that's even worse than if someone hit you. Yeah, I agree. I would change that rule. The, that's the a really, ground, that's the a good one. The ground can't cause a fumble. I like that. That's, uh, that's a real good one. That's a one. terrible rule. I like So you could be running by yourself. You fall. And the ball pops the out. The ball pops out. And eh, the ground causes a fumble. Yeah. I like that. All right. Basketball. Basketball, uh, uh, something I would institute or change. I would probably, and I, this probably goes for baseball too, I would probably get rid of seven or eight teams. That's a good one. Just, just watered down. You have better baseball, especially mm-hmm. like if you get rid of 10 teams, now it's never going to happen because of the money, but if you get rid of 10 teams, just think how better the pitching staff would be. Guess how it'd just be better baseball. You're right. It'd be better. Ba- you get ri- Ben Revere wouldn't have a job. Like you get rid of just a ton of these guys who just aren't that good. I'll tell you what Ben Revere is actually, he's playing well. I'm not gonna. Yeah, he, I, has a, I, he has a terrible arm, but he's been hitting the ball. He's been doing what a leadoff hitter should do, mm-hmm. but not what a center fielder I, should imagine do. Imagine how much better basketball would be if you if you got rid of like seven. Milwaukee. No, just I don't care. Yeah, I mean Toronto. Just get rid yeah. of seven teams. Every sport except football. Now, what if? Okay, so what if it comes to it and the seven one of the seven teams they get rid of is say the Sixers. Now that's what yeah. you because no, but, if you're a fan you of the Philadelphia, look, like you have to go and look at teams like in basketball, like I mean Minnesota, like expansion teams, yeah, and like, things like that, like the Minnesota Timberwolves and teams like um, the Raptors. There's no reason we the Raptors should be a team. Um, I don't know. Just go look at teams who have terrible attendance. I, I don't know. Baseball, you get rid of uh, get rid of the Royals. Get rid of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just, but it's a t- that would be a tough one. I mean, you're no, we're I mean, looking at like ha- semi pro yeah, of, of of how you're going to institute never. these these changes. Now, what would now hockey? One rule I'd change in hockey? I'd I'd widen the goal. Yeah. Now hockey. See here. Here's my thing with hockey. They're skilled enough to score into such a small space. So that I feel like that's part of the, what makes it so fun. Are you. But if you, I don't know what that means, <laughs> but if you look at if you if you widen the goal, now it's like games are it's I don't know goals like lose their what, what's like Wayne Gretzky and like Bobby Hall and all these guys gonna do when you're like oh God, by the way we widen the goals they'll be like well guys like guy, I'm I'm trying to think of like a like Dan Dan, Dan, Dan Carcillo will like will have scored as many goals as like Wayne Gretzky people will be like well what happened here. Yeah, but the, yeah, but you also know like time shit. Yeah, yeah. When people go and look, I mean, um, 
you look at quarterbacks like Dan Marino, they were playing bump and run the whole time. Mm-hmm. Of those yards. Drew Brees has these 5,000 yards. You can't touch a receiver anymore. So, I mean, when you look at that, like, obviously, t- stuff evolves. I mean, mm-hmm. we don't, there's not horse and buggies anymore. There, there's not VCRs. Like, things evolve. And I think sports have to evolve, too. One thing I would change about, one thing I would change about, um, about, uh, basketball, mm-hmm. another thing I would change is, get, like, younger officials. Yeah. What, like, no more, uh, what's his name? The... Uh, I Joey Crawford, Joey Nick the, Bavetta, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nick the, Bavetta, mm-hmm. something Bavetta, whatever. But get get younger guys who get up and down the court, guys who actually know what a reverse pivot is, guys who actually can see when a guy takes three steps on a on a, on a layup. Yeah. Um, That's I mean valid valid points. Now, one thing you brought up uh, when you were talking about baseball, you were talking about it with basketball. Now, how about, what would what would this country be like if all the four sports, because there's minor league systems that we have, but those minor league systems are affiliated with major league teams. Now, if you set it up, and I always go to, and we'll talk a little bit of English Premier League because it started this week uh, weekend. What if you instituted something like what the English Premier League does, where they have a top division? And then they have a second division and a third division and a fourth division and a fifth division. Now, all these teams are located th- sporadically throughout the country. Now, the, if you like, there's teams that were in the top flight that were competing for championships that are now in like the fourth level because they just lost money and this and that and they just dropped. Now you have the minor leagues. It's like you, you put some of those D League teams in there. Now you have, you can ex- almost expand and you can make a little more money because now you have teams all over the country, and those expansion teams can become part of this. And now, how exciting would it be if, now Roanoke, I know, was, was, was dumb, but that's the team I played for. Now, how exciting would it be if Roanoke's playing, say, the, the Warriors, Golden State Warriors, for who's going to be playing in the NBA next year? That's, you'll call that the National Basketball Association, then it kind of funnels down. Now you can start controlling basketball back in this country again. Guys go overseas to play because that's where the money is. Now you kind of bring those people back because you can set up professional franchises where people are interested in basketball. And now you have these teams throughout that to me is that to me is something that I would think about toying with. If I was a GM of, of any of these major sports, if you're going to talk about the motions, it would be exciting. Now you're, you're looking at the top teams. I mean, it's, it's pretty exciting because now you can still have your basketball in Europe and then, I don't know how it would work with scheduling and stuff, but then you have your best, best teams in Europe play the best teams in the NBA in like some kind of Champions League mm-hmm. format like they do in soccer. Like that, to me, is, uh, that's what I like. You, you can get relegated. Minnesota is the worst team in the NBA. They get relegated. So the, the draft, but then it becomes you know, what does the draft even do? These guys play in college, and then, it, I mean, the system kind of falls yeah, apart not, there. That's not a bad idea. Because um, then, guys, you'd be playing for, you're playing for your job like, exactly. all the time. all yeah. the time. Um, but obviously, try telling people, you know. Yeah. You know. It, well, but like you said, instituting changes, yeah. I don't think you can do, well, I think the NBA is a good model right now. I think yeah. what they have works. Dude, football to me is just a flawed sport, though. Why? They change they change rules every year. Yeah. There's that, try changing a rule in baseball. 
try try making the mound. Try make try, well. They they lowered the mound, I think, for Bobcat. But other than that, like try making the bases uh, ninety ninety four feet. feet. Yeah. Or uh, cha- football, you're changing rules every year. Uh, the uh, the overtime rule, you're changing the extra um, point. The extra point. Uh, you're changing. Um, Helmet to helmet, helmet hits. To helmet hits. Uh, uh, illegal, uh, illegal hits in the quarterback, illegal, low yeah. hits in the quarterback. Right. Like you're just changing rules constantly and constantly and constantly. Now, I understand a lot of it you're doing for safety, but the point after attempt is different. Yeah. The, the, the overtime. Football is the worst overtime of all time. Yeah, that's dumb. I agree. It's, it's the worst, but you can't, dude, you can't keep changing rules all the time and saying all right, we have a great sport. And they, but they do. They, obviously, football is a great sport. But – Here's the thing about football. Football is, I don't think, you know, football going back, baseball was always the king. I think, grow, you know, I'm, I'm not talking about us growing up. I'm talking about, you know, maybe our parents growing up. Baseball was the king. The Yankees were the, the best team in sports. Then you probably had the, the NBA, and you had Boston, you had L.A., and Will Chamberlain and Bill Russell. Like, everyone was interested in that. And those, then I think you got into football. I mean, football wasn't that, it wasn't as big as it is now. Now football is the biggest sport, and I think one of the major reasons why, and I watch football all the time, and I love football, but mo- one of the major reasons why football is so big now, it's bigger than it ever has been, is fantasy. Because everyone now, fantasy football has changed football, because everyone now can go in and say, I can control, I can watch, I'm becoming a fan, even yeah. though I don't give a crap about, I've never watched football before, I'm becoming a fan because now I'm going to watch Dwayne Bow yeah, so and, and, and things like that. I disagree. Like, if my wife got in a fantasy league, uh-huh. okay, she wouldn't watch it. She would just follow her points. She wouldn't watch the game. Yeah, but I, I think, and I think with my wife as well, but I think there's people who are fringe fans that will yeah, watch it more. But I don't think they're, yeah, I think they're watching their computer. I don't know if they're necessarily watching the game. Like, if, like let's say I got into a soccer fantasy league. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big soccer guy, but somehow there's a fan soccer and I get in. Am I watching a minute of a game? No, probably not, but I'm going to go online and go, okay, well, how did I do? I went, okay, I'm in third place this week. Yeah, but even, even doing so, you're, you're, you're still con- – you are still you know – the fact of the matter is you know who, who like a guy like David Silva is. He plays for Man City. Or you – I know. <laughs> or an Aaron Lennon or guys that a lot of Americans don't really know but are the best players over in England. And you kind of have that whole entire – you know, you're, you're going to know who they are. And I think that's – Let's see, see, here's why football is huge. Why? The betting. Yeah, I, not the fan, like. But fantasy, fantasy is a big betting thing. It's a, it's a safe it bet is, for people, it is, and it's I'm, a long, strong out bet, is, like every one of about, ours. I'm talking about Vegas. Hmm. I'm talking about you have a bookie and you're gambling every week. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think gambling definitely plays a part in it. Now we're talking but about the violence too. Like people yeah. want to see people's heads get knocked off and. Um, but that, but that wasn't – see, here's – and this is why it evolved. We talked about football changing so much. Football did change a lot, and it's gotten more fans based on its changes. These guys are playing in, like the, – they were playing in, like, leather helmets, and it was like playing in a swim cap and, like, hitting each other. It was like Australian rules rugby or things like that. It was like rugby or the, the all-black. That's what it was. They were just mashing people over. Now they threw a helmet on people, and suddenly they're hitting even harder. Well, yeah. And they're smacking each other, well, and it's like taking want... people out even worse. Right. 
that's why people I think like it more because the equipment changed and now it's like you're, it's it's like instead of watching like a Christian go and battle a lion, now throw a shit ton of armor armor on him and it's a lot more exciting. Oh, honestly, listen, you want to get rid of the illegal, you know the helmet the helmet hits. Mm-hmm. Put a leather, put leather helmets on everybody. Yeah. That'll stop that real quick. <laughs> and your precious little field trip pretty damn quick. So talking a little bit uh, about now, people, a lot of people were just like, "Hey, let's do like you guys should, you guys should do a fantasy show." But my thing is like, here, if I did a fantasy show, you know what it would be? It would say, go buy a leprechaun or like a four leaf clover, or that's all it is. It's luck. Like people sit there and talk about how they're fantasy experts. You're not, dude. You, you, you got a good dress spot and you picked a guy. You had no, no, no idea what he was going to do. You can pretend like you did, but it's just luck. Yeah, All it, it is is yeah, luck. It's a big, you have an idea going. In, like, yeah, you have yeah, an idea, but... I mean, you know, like, the top rank, like, Jamal Charles, LaShawn McCoy, like, you know you're going to pick those guys. But let's say you happen to pick a guy, um, you know, in the sixth round... Of, Randall or, Cobb. Yeah, or somebody, and it just so happens that he has... He goes off for four touchdowns in one game, mm-hmm. like, or, is, are are you a fancy expert? No, you got lucky. You just you had to get, pick you somebody. Got, you got lucky. And this is, I mean, you you look at it and people are like, well, like I'm acting like. We have to know who to pick. It's, it's yeah, kind of, it's kind of like playing poker. Exactly. Two things in poker, I think you need luck and big balls. Yeah, is what you need. Now, you need cards, of course, but getting cards is lucky. Mm-hmm. You, I got to. Oh, I'm lucky. I've got. You know, I need a. I need a. I need a king in the flop. Oh, king king. I got lucky. Uh huh. Like you, you need to be, but you also have to have a basic idea how to play. Exactly. Same with fantasy. Like you have to have. Okay, look, running. It's a point for. It's a PPR league, so I need a guy who's going to catch the ball a lot. And I agree. And you, you, you know, basic understanding. And I think most people who play fantasy football have that good understanding. People are really involved in these leagues. They definitely have that understanding. My thing is, I talk to too many people who are like, who act like they're as smart. Well, I keep winning in fantasy. Like I should be GM of a of a professional sport. No, you shouldn't. You're picking people. You're not coaching them. You're not. You're. You don't. Can't talk to them. You have no idea what they're going to do that day. It's not like you're sitting in the locker room and saying, "This is what you need to work on. This is how we're going to do it." Yeah, you're, you're just sitting there, just ho- hoping that the coach does that. It's it's like it's such a crapshoot. It's so it's all luck. I like fantasy because. It's it's like a gamble. Mm-hmm. It's a fun gamble. It's like you have no idea what's going to happen. It's exciting. It gets you watching every game. Mm-hmm. But that's my biggest problem with fantasy. Is it's 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 luck. It's luck, and people think that it's skill. It's not. It's luck. No, it's one hundred percent luck. But there's too many people. That's that's my that's our fantasy. That's our matchup zone fantasy preview. Uh, luck. Yeah, go get lucky. Not that way. <laughs> Or, that's, or maybe or that way, whatever you whatever yeah. you want to do what you do. That's it. Do what you do. So, you know, fantasy football coming up. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Eagles. Let's talk a little bit about football in general. There's a lot kind of going on. I know Johnny Manziel. This whole the, mm-hmm. this whole story is getting getting traction. Uh, you have a. Why, why? You're the coach of the Browns. Uh huh. Hoyer Why, Manziel. See, this is people. People say this. I have no idea. I, I haven't seen. Yes, I've, yes, I've seen do. them in preseason. No, yes, games. you do. You do have an idea, Manziel, because that's who the hell everybody wants to see. And that's yeah. what's going to put butts in the seats. 
are the Browns winning anything this year? No. No. Well, why not just play Johnny Manziel? Yeah. Everybody in their mind. Everybody. Dude, let me tell you something. Cleveland's playing Pittsburgh on a Sunday at 1 o'clock, and the Eagles play at 4, and the game's on TV. I'm watching it, because I yeah. want to see what that little bastard can do. <laughs> You're right. So, I mean, I, I don't know why this coach is hemming him and all. Oh, Hoyers are starting. No. He, no, he's not. Manziel should be the starting quarterback from day one, because that's what everybody, including LeBron in Cleveland, wants to see Johnny Manziel. No. Nobody cares about Hoyer. Now, Who's going to get to watch Brian? Or what that was the first name? Brian Hoyer. <laughs> yeah, but you have to you have to think about being that being that coach. It's yeah, you, your coach job is on the line. No, yeah, but you have, you're in a no you're in a no lose situation if you play Manziel. Yeah, unless the owner says don't play him. Everybody wants to see him. Mm-hmm. You're not expe- He's a rookie quarterback. You're not expected to really do all that much. Mm-hmm. Let's say you go out and win eight eight games. Yeah, nine games. Cleveland fired a quarter. Cleveland fired their past ten coaches just. On, on a whim. Right, and they've also had 22 quarterbacks in the last six years. It's where quarterbacks go to die. There's a great uh, – someone has a jersey, and it's just – it's like a – I forget what number it is, and it just has every quarterback they've had in the past, Dude, like, they've had, 10 years. Their quarterbacks have been awful. They There's have no been. reason for me to believe Hoyer is going to be the next great quarterback. Bernie Kosar. Oh, my God. The list just goes on and on. Yeah, Bernie Kosar is probably their last decent, decent quarterback. Decent quarterback, and he was decent. That, but I mean, they, it was good, I mean, yeah. But I mean, you know, looking at compared to the quarterbacks at that time, that is crazy. How so, so, you could have so many, you can be so bad for so long, have so many top draft picks, and never get it right at the quarterback position. Like, so, look at like some teams just have horrible quarterbacks over the years. Like, mm-hmm. well, the Eagles have had bad, uh, plenty of bad quarterbacks. We oh. have, but see, our quarterbacks have performed. They might not have been the the. the color coded because of their attitudes or like we never had that we never had that like okay pocket passer right. like the Peyton Manning since, Tom Brady since, since Marino retired like the, the Dolphins have had terrible quarterbacks they have uh, that, that's been a that's been a struggle San in there San Fran always gets a nice quarterback well they and run that like Jeff Garcia even like when Jeff yeah. Garcia was there they um, need a mobile quarterback there that's what their system is uh the Raiders Oh God! I mean, they God just, forbid. They're they're just picking up scrap heaps of the Cardinals. Other than the Cardinals, had these. They had, yeah, they had Jake they, Plummer, Kurt they had Warner, Kurt Warner, yeah. size him for that one year. Yeah, they were they were they've been decent. I wouldn't put them at the bottom of the barrel. Uh, Tampa Bay. I'm trying to think. They had well, they had Brad Johnson when they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, but he didn't really. He wasn't. No, he, he was, was a just, game. Ma- he was your old game manager. Yeah, he he just he was simple and mm-hmm. and just got the job done. I wouldn't say he was a great quarterback. Yeah, I mean it's hard to get it right. When you get it right, you look like a genius. I mean yeah. Belichick and, and and it's also hard. Like you know Dallas guys following like Troy Aikman. Like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, well, obviously Green Bay with uh, Rodgers following Brett Favre was a home run. That's, that's crazy. I mean, talk about a success story. That's, he's sitting and, and on the bench, and people are like, why would you, you know, don't play him. Like, we want to see Favre, and ends up being the best quarterback in the and, league. And then look at, look at the Colts go from Manning to, to they're going to, I mean, they're going to have 25, 28 years of just great quarterback play. I know. If only we knew someone who would uh, fill us in on the pipeline. Man, we'll call us from Indianapolis. Poor guy. He's I'm a, so, I just wanted to call him and tell me who he is in that picture. Yeah, I do too. That's all, because that's that. I, I looked at it. I was cleaning I out my pictures again. the other yeah, day, and so I was I like, again. I go, man, there's like a lot, there? a lot of kids there. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a huge, yeah. huge thing, and we have we'll never know. He's a definitely he's definitely okay because I've seen his Facebook posts, but he hasn't really. Uh, oh, he's alive. Oh yeah, 
but he's he's just not interested in what what we're subscribing to over here. Neither am I. <laughs> so you know, going back into the NFL, uh, you have certain certain stories that are a, a little more interesting. Uh, now, let me ask you this, Mike, before we get into this. Uh, you watch Hard Knocks? Are you a fan of Hard Knocks? No, nah, I don't watch it. Mainly because I don't have HBO. It's good. I have an HBO. But this season has not been that good. This the past seasons have been like I've been I've seen, yeah. I've been like hanging on every single word and I'm like, wow, this is intense. The first episode I was like, uh eh. Who is it this year? The Falcons? The Falcons. Maybe it's because they're boring. Yeah, like Matt Ryan's boring. Yeah. Um, like Roddy White talks he's like constantly chirping and stuff. He's annoying. The the you know it's bad when their coach, uh, they had Brian Cox, who's the, you know, who did he play for, Miami? The, the Miami, yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll, when I think of Brian Cox, I think of that big, you know, the Yeah, like the, the big neck guard. The, the neck yeah. guard, yeah. Well, Brian Cox came out, and uh, just after the game, he walks out of the locker room with a huge cigar, like huge one. And then it's him sitting on the poolside just talking about uh, – life and football and he was the most entertaining part of the entire thing that's bad like, you think a lot of it's like script like not scripted but like hey we have to spice this up a little that's what's ah. good i feel like that's what's going to happen with our als showdown uh aos ice bucket challenge scripted we're going to script it it will be kind of fun if, if it's not funny and we scripted it damn yeah, that right. won't be good no, that'll be bad that'll be bad news yeah i don't i don't watch i don't I don't get in. We need hard, some good writers. I'll I'll watch Hard Knocks. Like it'll be on like the NFL channel. And yeah. Stuff like that. Um, I'm a, dude. I'm addicted to the golf channel right now. I haven't turned the golf channel off. See, I, I'm you're, so you're addicted the, to the golf channel. You're the reason it's still on the air, I guess, because there's. I'm, oh, you're the one. <laughs> you're, you're the guy. I, I can't get enough of the golf. The channel. golf channel is just like listen, NBC whoever runs it's like we're pulling the plug. He's like listen. All right, alert Mike. There's Gould. there's one guy in Cherry Hill who's just all about it right now. Yeah, I can't. He, get he never it. leaves his TV. They're they're about to go peer through peer through your windows and they, see if it's. But they play like Champions the Tour. I'm watching LPGA. You know what's great about golf? <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? What are you watching? I watch the LPGA. All the, I was watching it. There's some hot looking girls. Uh, I understand. Pedersen and uh, no, you just Christian talked. Thompson. You, you just talked about baseball being like the no, most boring no, thing in the world. No, but here's my thought. And you're going to no, go no, into no, golf. No, yes, you know, and I'll tell you why. Okay. I'll tell you why. When you watch the, when you watch the Masters or a British Open or PGA or anything, uh, a major, how many commercials are there? Very, very little. Mm-hmm. Okay, and it's constantly all right. Let's go to him hit. You're not like you're not hitting, watching them walk to the ball, watching them like. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go. Okay. Let's go to Phil Mickelson on the fourth. Okay. Let's go to Sergio on the seventh. This is a pro shot. Let's go here. I mean, it's con- you're constantly watching, constantly watching. I think I'd, I'd welcome a commercial at some point. I'd be like, oh my God, I'd rather see the stupid Geico commercial with like the dude running into the DN Why? than the LPGA. I can't. This is, this is, I, no, golf is golf is fun when Tiger plays. It's not no, fun when no, no, oh, it's not fun now. No, it it's is, not it fun. Is fun. It's taken it's all its fun. It's He's con- taken his golf clubs and gone home, it's, and I'm sad. It's constant. Like you're constantly watching. There's no like I said like constantly watching what grass grow. That's no, what you're no, doing. You're constantly watching guys hit balls. <laughs> What's more fun than watching a, a guy with 170 yards out and on his approach shot? <laughs> a commercial. <laughs> All right, we got Don from Fairfax joining us. Don, you there? How are you tonight? I am. Tonight I'm Donnie Football. 
Donnie football, football, how are you? <laughs> I was, I just, He's still on, Don's still online from last week. He's still trying to get in. <laughs> yeah, I've been on Wolf he never for, hung for up. like eight days. <laughs> my, a beer my telephone growing. bill equals a national debt. <laughs> <laughs> he's been, I just took that. He's been sitting on his phone watching the golf channel. <laughs> yeah, when the computer goes off, I go, What's the golf channel? Me and Mike. <laughs> go get a barn burner going here in Washington. With the, oh, yeah, this toward the end, yeah, yeah, toward the end of the second quarter, the, the Browns are up 3 nothing. Oh, my God. Man, did Manziel lead him on a drive that uh, led to a field goal? <laughs> I don't know who led them. I think I heard that Manziel was going to be playing. He wasn't going to start, but he was going to be playing with the first team. Mm-hmm. And I know earlier on, RG3 was playing. I don't know if they still have him in. But, is, is uh, you know, the Redskins are coming off, coming off their, their big win against the Patriots. So you might as well call that the season right there after yeah, they won that wrap, one. Wrap it up. Now, Don, <laughs> you know, what do you – your your thoughts going into the season with the Redskins, they got Deshaun Jackson, people are excited – now you have you still have RG three. He didn't impress last year. Had an impressive rookie year. What are your thoughts with him going forward? I, we talked about him. The, the, he's not Michael Vick mm-hmm. as a running quarterback, and he's nowhere near the pocket passers that like Peyton Manning or somebody is. He's just this this hybrid. And with his knee problem, when he does take off, you kind of hold your breath, mm-hmm. hoping that he doesn't get whacked. So I don't know where he fits in. The Redskins receivers are supposed to be better this year with Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see if he can get the protection and these guys can get open. Now, you, but Don, it, you, said, you, you had a great point uh, talking a little bit about he's, he's not that he's not Michael Vick. Now, we talked a little bit about Michael Vick and – Mike Vick, when he was looking, when he was scrambling, Mike Vick had was such a good quarterback because he he looked first and he was able to go through his checks quickly, and if nothing was there, he was taken off. And sometimes people thought he did it too quickly, but Mike Vick had a cannon. He was able to place the ball where it needed to go, and he was the most athletic person. So he was one of the greats. Now you look at RG three. He doesn't have the same. He has a cannon, but he doesn't have that same looking up the field when things get bad he's constantly you can see him looking side to side looking at the pressure collapsing around him maybe that's being a product of the redskins offensive line but <laughs> yeah i think that's that hard <laughs> to do with it <laughs> so but things I, are I think, crashing around him and it's it's he needs to keep his eyes up and i think with his knee problem i gotta believe that he's lost a step or so from when he first came into the league and he's mm-hmm. a bigger target than michael vick michael vick could be Evasive. He he was a smaller. Like what's he about six one, six two? Like yeah, Vic, yeah, five, five eleven. Yeah. Oh, okay. And and RG three is like he's a bigger guy. Yeah, he's like and I think two, he's he, he's a bigger target. He's not. I think if you looked at if, uh, at the the both of their bodies in running situations and how they reacted, that Michael Vick would be quicker to react and make a quick turn or a cut than RG3. Mm-hmm. So I, I really don't know. I, I think if, if the receivers can get open, maybe he'll develop more into a pocket passer. But my prediction, certainly unprofessional prediction, is it's going to be more of the same. Maybe <laughs> they'll win a few more games, but I don't think they'll be around in, uh, in the postseason. 
Yeah, my my, my fear with Griff RG three is, and it happened to McNabb a little bit where he gets labeled as a running quarterback, and then he goes, "Well, wait, I want to be a, known as a, mm-hmm. a passing quarterback," and it kind of it kind of takes him out of what he's comfortable in doing. When you look at the great quarterbacks, Kevin, I mean Montana, Marino, mm-hmm. Brady, Manning, those guys can't. They're mobile in the pocket, but they're not. They're, they're not running quarterbacks. No. They're, they're, not, they're mobile they're enough to get they're... away from some pressure yes. and then get rid of the ball. But I, I think these, some of these other guys, as soon as there's pressure coming, it's, oh, I'm off and running. And realistically, how right. much are you going to get? Right. If you don't get out of bounds or, or take a dive, you're going to get clobbered. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing. That, like, like you said it, Don, as soon as they feel that first pressure, they're looking to run. Where Manning and Bray, they might slide in the pocket, slide up a little bit, um, they, they just have other ways to kind of be elusive in the pocket. And where Michael Vick, that first sign of a guy might be coming at him, he's gone. I love yeah. Michael Vick. You do? Yeah, yeah no, I like he's Michael exciting. Vick. He, he was exciting. He was exciting to watch because you never, you never know what was going to happen. He was fun. And he was, he was good. He was, yeah, but yeah. I Can think, you imagine if he didn't go to prison, how good he could have been? No, I can't because look at, <laughs> because look at his numbers in, in, no, look at his numbers in Atlanta weren't that good. Yeah, he he was he was exciting. I saw he was exciting. I saw a different player yeah. from it, a reformed player. <laughs> I think he he was more intelligent. I thought he saw the uh, the field better. He was watching film. He was kind of a cocky kid. Most quarterbacks in their first few years aren't doing all the necessary steps. When he became that veteran, he was very good. If you gave him those years when he was in his prime with that leadership, mm-hmm. he could have been something special. But yeah. I don't know. You're bigger on Michael so how about Vick. San Francisco. I saw a headline today that wondering if, if the 49ers are in trouble because they only scored six points in the last two games or something. They got then they just get crushed by yeah. Denver. They they scored like yeah. three points. Yeah, I don't take anything out. Of, no. I don't take anything out of preseason. Everything's I'll, I'll, everyone's I'll, trying different things. You, you got guys competing for positions. Although although you'd like to see a, a couple of touchdowns maybe yeah. thrown around there, but. I don't know. Everybody's yeah, making a big energize the fan base a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I still think San Fran's one They'll of the top fine. teams in the NFC. Um, I mean, other than the, uh, I, I guess other than Seahawks and the Packers. I, I mean, look I, at the you look at the Eagles. I mean, you, last Eagles game, the, they play New England. They the first possession, Brady goes and throws an interception. Kyrie Williams brings it back. Next possession, Brady, it's like an 18-19 play drive. They finally score a touchdown. The Bulls get it back one or two plays later, throws a, throws a pass the out, the back. guy fumbles yeah. it, and they're back on it. It's like they, it was the end of the first quarter. Bulls had played like three snaps. Yeah, and that's why I played the second quarter. Yeah, yeah. but it's, it's crazy how, how it goes like that, how, how things happen. Uh, you know, so you can't really put too much behind uh, what the preseason does. I thought Foles looked decent. I don't know. Well, Matt Matthews looked well. I mean, what do you have, 11 receptions? Or yeah, he looked or... good. Sanchez looked good again. I think pretty, you're right. He's, well, he's Sanchez good. Sanchez is good. The guy won six playoff games. Yeah. Now and you're talking – now there are people – yeah, go ahead. And now, and now he's in a – you know, you look at Rex Ryan. He's just like his dad. They're, they're all defensive-oriented. You know, now you put him in a guy, uh, an offense with Chip Kelly. Yeah. Mark Sanchez – because you know Foles is going – Foles isn't going to play 16 games. He's going to miss a couple games. 
And everyone's saying, oh, would you trade Sanchez now? Well, no, because I don't want Matt Barkley as my backup. Yeah, you're right. Because Foles is going down at some point. And what are you getting for Sanchez? I mean, really, what are you getting? Yeah, you're not getting – you're a, not – A second rounder? I don't know. That's, that would be terrific, but I don't, I don't know if that would be – people, it, people are going to look at two preseason games and compare that to his line of work in, at the Jets, and people are always going to – like you fumble. said, they're going to talk about the butt fumble rather than the playoff mm-hmm. games that he's won. Is Kirk Cousins still the backup there, Don, or no? I think so, yeah. Else? Yeah, he is. Because he, uh, he came in and did they, well, didn't he? When RG three went down, well, he did. Well, they put him in at the end of the season, and he. I think the last three or about three games when they benched RG three, and at times he looked okay, but they lost all three games, and you just watched it, and you were you were rooting for the guy because you you wanted to say, okay, this is your chance. Now you, you know you're going to have the rest of the season to play, but mm-hmm. I I heard what the Redskins were possibly thinking that is if they could put him in and he does well, then there's some value in the off season to trade him someplace and get somebody else. But I, I thought, I think he's decent. Uh, but again, he's a, I, I don't think he's a starting quarterback anywhere in, in the NFL, but he, he, he can, he can fill in like when, if, if RG three gets hurt, if RG three is going to lose the game, Kirk Cousins can help you lose the game too. <laughs> it's amazing. How many, how many people are in the United States have like, are you asking? Is this like a legitimate no, no, stat you're asking? No, just a roughly. What is there? Three hundred million. Yeah, million. Lots of millions. Three hundred million. All right, let's okay, go, let's, let's 300, go three hundred million. Three hundred million. There's like only ten people in this country that can like play effective quarterback. Yeah. It's it's amazing that there's just there's just not more. Be- like you would think you'd be able to get thirty two really good quarterbacks in the NFL. Yeah. I, I don't know. I would think you'd be able to get really. There's I mean there's like five that are like above everyone else. Then there's five okay. more, maybe second, and then there's because then you there's, have roughly 300 Division One schools, mm-hmm. and right. most of them play football. So let's say you have 250 Division One football programs. Right. So th- so every year there's theoretically 250 to look at, and then one might right. come out that, that could play and be really effective in the NFL. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. a, it's amazing. It's, it's, just, it's it, amazing. Well, think. I mean, that's the that's the case with most sports. I mean, look at look at the NCAA, or you have same amount of colleges, and then you're kind of looking like who's going to be the superstar. You have guys who are going to be role players, but like who's going to be the superstar? You're only getting Kevin Durant, LeBron James is like they, Kobe's. Like they don't come around that often, so you kind of. It's it, to be that super. It, you, it's a, such a small base of 300 million. And even when we're talking about basketball, I mean we're talking about global. So you're talking about That's true to, uh, 30 billion yeah. people right. in the world, and like these, the only there's only Kobe, LeBron. You know, that, those are the creme the creme. And then you mm-hmm. have to eliminate everybody who's under about six three. Every yeah, once in a while, that, there'll be that's somebody who's six in. feet. Like, that's same what, here. That's what did I me could have been Don. great if I was yeah. taller. <laughs> Yeah, Mike and like I tennis. talk about it all the time. If that's, only... right, that's right. That's right. That's like tennis. I'd be great at tennis if it wasn't for that net. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And plus the fact that I'm afraid if there's any, if anything over 100 miles an hour, whether it's a car, a ball, I don't care what it is. <laughs> Someone on a bike, especially. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> a ball, yeah. Yeah, well, then, you'd be, then I wouldn't want to hit against Monet Davis right now. How, how, how hard right. is she no. throwing equivalent? How hard is she throwing? You know, do they still do that little equivalent, like what the, what a major league I think baseball pitcher like base? seventy miles an hour. But what is that equivalent to a I don't major know. league? Probably like a hundred. I don't know. Because like, usually it's like ninety three, ninety four, because yeah. the mound's a lot obviously shorter. 
So they well, do the. Well, it should uh, be. I think the rubber is about 40, 40 or forty-five feet in little league to the home plate, and it's sixty feet in baseball. Yes. So if so, if you took one point one five, if you took seventy miles an hour, multiplied it by one point one five, uh, you'd, you'd be up close to ninety miles an hour. Don, Don, Don that was that was some. Seriously, I mean, that's like, who's that science? Who's that science geek on um, John Breckers who does the sports science on ESPN? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Don, you could be the new sports science guy on ESPN. <laughs> and I and I failed math. I had to take high school algebra three times. <laughs> but, but this is just simple math. This is not algebra. <laughs> Don, you're Don, you're the best. Thank you so much for calling in today. Uh, we'll we'll catch you next week. Thank you guys, and have a great week. Right, you thanks, too. Don. Thanks, Don. Hey, good night. Bye bye. Good night. Don with another home run. Another home run for for Don from Fairfax. He's the new Elwood. Yeah, uh, Don, Don is the new Don is the new Elwood. Yeah, he's been Elwood. killing it. He has been killing it. He has been pulling out that take 1.5. I, I was just listening to him. I wasn't paying attention to what he was saying. I was just paying attention to like, can he keep this going? I, I was doing the same thing. I, I was like, I can't. Like, I, don't, I couldn't. I couldn't fathom I couldn't what, how. Like some guy today was telling me about his um, fantasy football. He's like, well, it's a league with PPR and then. If you get a touchdown over six yards and then double points, if it's this, I said stop. That's why I don't play fantasy. It's way I'm too dumb to be thinking that much. I don't want. I just want to stare I, and yeah, eat. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to think about a football game. That's why I go to the casino. I play roulette because it's easy. I put a number. If my ball, if the number comes on that ball, I win. If it doesn't, I lose. Red. Right. A black I can, yeah, I can see red and black. Right. I, I don't like poker. Oh, does this beat a, a full house beats a flood? I, I don't know what beats what. I don't want to think about it. All right, it came on black. My thing's on black. I win. You love baseball, though, and that's like the thinking man's game. It's really not. Yeah. Now I don't have to think. The ball yeah, but comes, you, you have a second to think. Yeah, but you, I know you, and I've watched games with you, and you're going. No. You're In your mind, you're saying, I would throw a fastball here. I would throw a changeup here. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm usually wrong. That's, the <laughs> That's why I don't think. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, Mike and I were, were nominated for this ALS challenge, uh, the ice, ice Bucket Challenge. Now, it's, it's taken over the Facebook page. I think everyone has done it. It's honestly, everyone has done it. I, I mean, I have 400-and-something friends, and I think I've seen 390-something of them. I think they're great uh, because they say that ALS has – Risen ten or like ten thousand percent. A thousand percent. Yeah, like a thousand percent. These people, these people are like dumping on it, going, "Oh, don't instead of dumping water on her head, donate, dude." First of all, like it's bringing so much more awareness to it, yeah. and then people by being more aware are will, do- will donate more. I mean, obviously, it's doing something. It's up a thousand. Uh, it's up a thousand percent over yeah. the last month and a half. And most people do donate. They'll, they'll say, you know, like, donate 25 bucks or something. Dump water in your head, donate 25 bucks. But it's, right. the, the cause is great. So Mike and I got nominated. Uh, so we'll, that will be hitting the, hitting the uh, Twitter feed, the mm-hmm. Facebook page uh, pretty soon. It's dark out now, so we probably won't do it now. But maybe tomorrow morning we'll, uh, we'll get something good. And it will be scripted and probably and not, not funny. funny. <laughs> scripted and not funny. Yep. So. Show brought to you tonight by Foam Pack, supplier of all Graco products. We are just a phone call away, 888-458-2928, and Integrated Play and Renee Shaw. If you're an athlete looking to transition into a career outside the athletic field, contact Renee, 269-760-3857. Finally, Cross River Realty, specializing in off-campus housing at Temple University. 
Also, a full-service real estate company located in Philadelphia. Check them out at CrossRiverRealty.com, 267-460-5737. Hit us up on Twitter this week at the match underscore zone. Uh, Facebook page, The Match Up Zone, www.TheMatchUpZone.com. Also, the Great Pumpkin Face-Off will be coming up in October. Uh, we'll be giving more details. We'll be doing it at the Mexican Food Factory in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. We'll give you more information, but we got the beers uh, lined up. We got some good ones again, and it will be a fun contest. You guys will be able to interact this year and actually be part of the contest. We'll let you mo- know more tickets, availability, things like that. Uh, we want to thank you all for listening in tonight. We want to thank, our uh, obviously, our sponsors. We also would like to thank Don from Fairfax for, again, calling in and being uh, hilarious. And for all you people listening, uh, we appreciate it. Mike, any shout-outs? No, that's about I think you covered it. It's, we got the sponsors and Don, and um, I think that's all. Did we get Renee? Yeah, we got Renee. We got Renee. All right, then, then we're good. Awesome. All right, we'll see you guys again next week, Sunday at 7 on the Matchup Zone, uh, Block Talk Radio. We'll see you guys again. Until then. Yeah.